Welcome back to the latest edition of the Casual Fan Podcast. This is the Dirk episode. It is episode 41 in honour of the great white height Dirk Nowitzki. Uh, it is your boy, Timmy Lewis, a.k.a. the Vanilla Gorilla. Uh, going back to the OG nickname just for one week. Hopefully something will spark my memory for a new nickname next week. And with me, as always, are my trusted sidekicks. Yeah, it is your boy, Manesh, a.k.a. the Chocolate Bear. Thank you, Timmy, for going back to the OG name. It finally gave me something to go to. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just coming here for episode 41, the Great White Hype. Great White Hype, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, of course, we have uh, uh, my, my our trusty sidekick, uh, old mate Kid and Play, uh, straight out of uh, House Party and Class Act. Uh, introduce yourself, young fella. It, it's me, kid. I'm <laughs> just getting on on the mic again. I was just wanted to join you guys. Coming all the way from my movie, fixing up my hair, getting there, ready to play some football. Let's do it. How are you doing, boys? It's your boy, Cal. You doing, <laughs> Thank <boys>? you. <laughs> Thank you for saying your name. Thanks for letting us know who you are. That, 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 that was very helpful, mate. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, another week. Uh, another week in lockdown. Hopefully, we can get out of this soon. But uh, hope you boys are uh, continuing on. You're all good. All good on your sides. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Um, and yeah, I mean, lockdown, man. It is what it is. I mean, I clearly I've got the toughest one out of my life. Is the toughest out of you three, uh, you two, when it comes to the lockdown life. Uh, I I get up, I watch a bit of TV, play, get on the computer, and go to sleep later on. Callan, I know your life isn't that tough at the moment. Um, I'm dying here. I'm dying, boys. Oh, I'm pulling my hair up to match the size of kid. The girls have been just oh, kids are getting frustrated, man. I'm oh my god, I'm pulling Cal, out my hair. Cal, you, you I'm sound, having a great you, time. You sound as enthusiastic as uh, the commentator for the the basketball in the Olympics at the moment. I'm just happy to be here, guys. Thanks for having me, Tim and Ash. I'm really happy to be here again. How you been, Timmy? Yeah, man. Keeping on, keeping on, uh, feeling your pain with the uh, oh. <clears throat> the Olympic commentary that isn't John Casey for a change. Uh, usually John Casey is the pain. Now I'm actually praying that John Casey gets the game. Oh, my gosh. Um, Give me Mark Casey Jackson any day. Oh, 100%. John Casey actually had the girls' USA, the women's USA game today. I was watching a little bit of it. was refreshing. Wait, he that was on. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I put, I, yeah. I the USA myself, versus France. I put myself through that with that idiot for that goal, whole yeah. game. You've always uh, got to make sure you check the actual channels, the, the station. All right, it was on yeah. seven mate, um, or seven two. No, seven mate because it was HD. Uh, yeah, I was watching it. It was it was uh, John Casey, which was which was helpful. Uh, people that don't know, uh, anyone who might be overseas that listens to us or anything like that, hopefully your commentators are a lot better than the ones that we've been given. We get the the, the odd game where we get Andrew Gaze and, and uh, Bogut, which is amazing. And you just hear Bogut just basically not even pay attention to the game. He just wants to talk about his issues with FIBA basketball and and, <laughs> and, and do a bit of beef, So uh, what which is happened? just fantastic. <laughs> um, but, yeah, then there's this other guy who... You know, does anyone know his name? Has he given his name by himself? No idea. Because I want to, no I want to hit him on Twitter. Names. He probably doesn't have Twitter though because uh, he's too old. I, if I was him, I wouldn't have any social media whatsoever. Uh, a little, a little sample or welcome back. Um, it seems the Australians are down by five. They're going to need a score of six points to take the lead. Tim, uh, and and don't forget, Callan. Oh, we're coming back here from the something something super <laughs> arena, uh, and uh, just. Uh, 
Yeah, it's like the super. Oh, by the way, um, uh, uh, Slovenia need to get the ball to get the lead. Oh, wait, no, they have the lead. Um, <laughs> this is this is the genius of this guy. It is painful. Anyway, look, let's let's that leave it there so we don't have to keep yeah, talking we'll, about him. Leave, we'll leave it there. We'll wait until the championship game when he's on it to talk oh. about that one. But let's uh, let's get into a bit of basketball, boys, because it's no longer called the NBA uh, segment. It's just basketball until the NBA starts back up. Yeah, and we've got some quarterfinals coming up in the men's. The Australians have, however you look at it, whether it's the pool of death or whether it's actually a, a decent run to get into the medal contention, we've got Argentina first up, and then should we beat Argentina, we play the winner of Spain versus USA. And on the other side, you've got, I believe, Slovenia versus Italy mm-hmm. and France versus Germany. Yeah, that, that's, that's a, that's a cakewalk, for- that side. Yeah, what we'll talk about first is: uh, Do you think we got the rough end of the stick? Would you rather be on the other side with yes. the uh, with Italy or Slovenia oh and all that? Oh, oh my goodness, yes, hundred percent, hundred percent, yes. <laughs> Even if okay. we play left-handed, I'd I'd go to that side. Okay. Oh, it, it, it's a shame because the the boys did were undefeated, so that's you got to give them up. That's the first time in the history of Australian basketball has ever happened. The 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 men went undefeated during the group stages. So that's to be rewarded with the group of death. I kind of feel sorry for all that hard work is maybe that you should strategize it. Maybe some teams actually plan to lose to just to make it easier run. Like you just never know, but it's going to be, if, if they do pull it off, it could be the greatest. It could be our um, miracle on ice, a miracle on ice. Like if it, that kind of scenario, mm. I reckon it, it, this could be our miracle, the Australian miracle on, on the court. Well, we've, I would say. I mean, looking at it, we've probably been one of the top two or three teams so far. Um, really, like, I mean, like beating, um, what's it like? Yeah, like I think I think we've played really well, and and yeah, unfortunately, America lost, and then Spain lost um, yep. because that means we've we've got to run into one of them. I think USA will should be good against Spain. They seem to be picking up steam, which is a bit scary. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, KD seems to be playing a lot more. Give me the ball and play off me, everyone else, which is what they need. Um, but you know, we've been good. Our defense is sick. Uh, losing Baines will be interesting when we like. This will be the struggle. Um, ju- like I think we may struggle against Argentina with the height because we don't have Baines in there. And then mm-hmm. if we go up against Spain, that's going to be difficult, man. Like with that, with their height and with their freaking, with their complaining of Rudy Fernandez and. Uh, the the Italian Rick Patino um, as their coach, mm. so far out, man. The complaining is phenomenal, um, but I'm, I'm staying off that rant. But yeah, I, I, I've got faith in um, <clears throat> in our bigs. I like that Nick Kay and, and Landau. They uh, they attack the boards. They don't just kind of let the opposition get them. They're fighting for the offensive boards and they fight on the on the defensive rebounds as well. I actually do like our team. Landau's, Landau's nasty, eh? He's he's going to be NBA for nasty. sure. I'd like I'd like to see him get picked up by a summer league team if, if they're doing summer league. I don't know if that's if that's happening um, with with everything. I believe the NBA is supposed to go back to normal this 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 upcoming season. But yeah, on the other side of things, you know, you got the Slovenian. Who who do you think's got the easiest run? Is it Slovenia or France? I Slovenia. think it, oh, okay. I, 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 the reason why I say that is because at the moment, Lucas. Like playing like Michael Jordan, <laughs> and he can just carry anybody. So the way the numbers that he's put up, he didn't even put up great scoring numbers, but he just carried them like almost a triple double uh, the last game. So man, Lucas just playing balls out. So I'll pick him against anyone at the I, moment. 
yeah, I, I'll, I'll go with France just because I think they're a much more complete team. Uh, they can score better, that it can defend better. Um, I think teams are going to defend Luca the way um, Spain did and just double him. But mm-hmm. then it all comes down to his supporting cast hitting those shots. In Spain, they yeah. hit those shots. They went cold for a little bit. But um, I think, like, as a team, I think France is much better. Uh, Luca's obviously the better player out of any one of those two teams. But I think the rest of the Slovenian team's not that great. Um, whereas I think France is just, I mean, you got uh, old mate Evan, I want 80 million Fournier. Um, he's just been playing mad. Then you've got obviously Gobert, you've got Nick Batum. They've got a, they've got a pretty deep, pretty deep team. And, um, and so, yeah. But I mean, look, either one, either one of them, I wouldn't be surprised if they make it through. Like, I, I think they're the two to do it. Um, Germany with, with, mate, can you give me Dirk would be so pissed now. I go, like, this is a team you guys got. I got stuck with a bunch of chumps, you know. And, I mean, like, Dirk, Dirk did have Chris Kamen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, was, that was like the beginning of like all these players. Have you even been to Germany? No, no, I'm good. You want to be, you want to play for Germany? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, at least Germany wasn't the Nigeria of no, the, no. Uh, all these players just come out. I told you, man. Being like, yeah, I'm Nigerian. 100% they're asking him. They're like, hey, man, hey, have you been to Nigeria? Yeah, Wakanda. Like, you know, 100%. They're like, it's in Wakanda, right? Yeah, so isn't that, isn't that what Kendrick was singing about in that song? Yeah, no, okay. Oh, it's, yeah. a, real, it's a real place. Oh, hot damn. It's like, <laughs> All right, Boomers versus Argentina tomorrow. What's your what's your prediction? Oh, I'll go Boomers. Boomers. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I think I think yep. we've got um, about ten points as well. So I'll say, ten I'll say points. Yeah, under ten. I reckon under ten should be. I would within that bracket, not more than ten. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. Mm-hmm. Would it be a blowout? Mm-hmm. Do you reckon no. it will be a blowout? No. Is this the Boomers? Sorry, I, I went yeah. dark for a little bit. Yeah, the Boomers. <laughs> Could they blow them out? Um, it depends, man. It depends who's firing. Joe Ingles still hasn't uh, had a game where he's been automatic yet, in my opinion. So mm. just depends. Like you said, Bane, Bane's missing is, is, is rough for us, but... Uh, I could see us winning by 10. I'm going to say that we'll win by a classy single figure, but <clears throat> I'm not against it. Yeah. No, it'll be a good game. It'll be a good game. And then uh, I think with America yeah. America and Spain, I'll probably go, um, I'll just go, I, mean, I, I can't go against USA. Just mm. the way they're looking, they're starting to look a bit better. Yeah. But they they do remind me a bit of uh, Callan's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Sometimes they look like an accident waiting to happen at times because <laughs> they're just... You know, Tatum got going finally last game. So yeah. that was good, like 27 points. Um, but yeah, like he said, like, what, what did Pop say to him? Pop goes, oh, play, why don't you play like you're playing us? And then he goes out and drops 27. So he's like, yeah, that's a good idea. So anyway, yeah. Um, what, have you guys got any predictions for Spain, USA? Oh, I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll go Spain because I, I'd rather play Spain. <laughs> oh, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I'll go Spain. Um, all right, well, move on for the Olympics. Uh, the draft was on Friday. No surprises. Cade Cunningham went number one. Uh, the biggest surprise, especially over here in Australia, Josh Giddy, the the Aussie boy, went number six to OKC, one of mm. Cal's many teams. So I'll uh, I'll open it up to Cal. How do you feel about that pick? I think it was a really good pick, not just because he was Australian, but just the way – the diversity that uh, diversity this this guy uh, Giddy has in, in his game, and I've got to say one thing about uh, 
okay, see, they're starting to love the international players. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a really uh, so Giddy was uh, scheduled to go to what number ten through the, maybe through the, or paces. I was I was what like lottery, yeah, yeah, so, lottery pick, yeah. But yeah, when uh, I think. Uh, like I said, if you look at OKC's history, Sam Presti starting to go or more international players. So he started, because didn't he come under pop at once uh, at any time? Boys, do you know? You're the basketball fanatic. Oh, oh man. All I know is that he's turning into Danny Ainge with the 95,000 um, <laughs> picks. I'm like, you, like, guys, like, you're not, I don't see them picking up like a, a Jason Tatum and a Jalen Brown yeah. with these picks. Like, yeah, maybe you could, but like this stockpiling that they're having is just ridiculous. Um, look, Giddy, Giddy, the one positive for him going there was he he should get minutes because I'm assuming they'll move Kemba, um, and then for probably more picks. So, but I mean, he's gonna. Well, it'll be interesting to see how he plays because he can't play defense, he can't shoot, got no athleticism, no speed. Um, he's big, six eight, can see the floor, good court vision. So that's what he's got going for him. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how he goes in the game when they will more than likely lay off him a bit until he starts hitting that shot. And uh, but no, no, like at first, uh, you know, I thought this guy was like I thought it was ridiculous what they're going on about. But clearly, NBA scouts know better, so got to trust them in that phase. Well, granted, Anthony Bennett got selected once, um, but so yeah, so so. <laughs> but no, no, look, I I, I hope he does well. Um, he should get minutes. So that's the one good thing for him going there was he he should get minutes. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, ha- I'm happy to see the Aussie Aussie boy get picked. Uh, that was the biggest misconception. People thought I was a hater. Yeah, um, I was never upset with him going. I just didn't really see how he was a lottery pick um, that high. Like, all right, yeah. ten to fifteen. All right, that's cool. You know, the draft wasn't exactly that strong. Um, six pick took me by yeah. surprise, uh, along with I'm pretty sure everybody else, including Jay Billis, who was just like, yep. Um, he's big. No, no, I love, uh, I love Jay Billis. All you hear is you're the sixth pick of the 2021 NBA draft. The OKC, the Oklahoma City Thunder, select Josh Kitty. Wow, wow. Yeah. That's all I heard. Wow, that's all you hear straight off. Wow, you're like, oh, they don't, they don't like this pick. <laughs> when you and I heard that a few times. Like, it was like, wow. So, yeah. J- Jay Billis was running stats on all these college kids. Like, even in the second round, everything he's sitting there being like, "Well, we've gone from the tallest player in the in the draft pool. Now we're at the shortest player in the draft pool, and then we get to um, we get to Josh Giddy, and he's just like, yeah, so he's he's big, and he's a guard, <laughs> and that was all he had to say about it. Oh. So um, I, I hope he I hope he he, he does well." Um, I'm a little bit skeptical because I think Josh Green is better than him and Josh Green isn't getting many minutes uh, at the moment. I would have liked to have seen Giddy picked in the boomers. It would have it would have coincided with the draft, so that's probably why he wasn't picked, but I would like to have seen him so we could see how he goes against the international competition so we get more of an idea of what to expect with him with the NBA. But all the power to him, I mean... I can't judge. He's he's been drafted more times than I've ever been drafted. So, <laughs> you know, I can't I can't really say anything about it. So yeah. But all right. Well, let's uh, let's move on into the new sport that's going to take our heart and soul for the next couple of months. That is the NFL. Yeah. And uh, we're going to start off with Aaron Rodgers. The day after Cal predicted or not predicted that he yeah. turn up to training camp, did. 
and he had some choice words to talk about to say about the Green Bay front office. Uh, Cow, would you like to elaborate on exactly what Aaron Rodgers said uh, for our loyal listeners? Oh man, he ripped him a new one. He ripped him a new one. It was really good. It was really. Uh, it was actually really interesting. Uh, and I'm not a big Green Bay fan, but I actually did feel like some of the points he made was valid. Where. Like, for a quick example, like last year, going into last year's uh, pre- preseason, they cut the second best wide receiver they had. And all he said is, like, maybe you could have run it by me um, for my opinion. Like, why did you cut this guy? Like, he was our second best receiver and you cut him. Like, he's your quarterback. He needs uh, weapons and you cut the uh, uh, second best receiver on the team. So going into that season, so I was like, okay. Uh, and then he was talking about um, the locker room, about locker room, and especially with in the, in the NFL locker room, and it's different to any other sport. You've got 55 players in the locker room. So you need the type of characters that are, are leaders, or, you know, just to, the locker room guys, the morale to keep a team going during a season. And he was just saying that guys like that would just let go because they weren't even offered. Some guys were, were not offered uh, contracts. They were just told you're gone, you know, end of the season, you're cut. That's what, uh, one thing about the NFL is really cutthroat. It's such a cutthroat league. Like the team will tell you, you could be signed. And they go, nah, we're releasing you. And you got two years left. You go, what, what? They, and that's how they can do it. They just can release you like that, and nothing. Just yeah. Sometimes because it's it's not a big cap hit, they'll just take it and see you later and move on with another player. And it's just the way they treat them. So if you guys, the first eight minutes, he just ripped the whole franchise, which was funny because some of the points he made valid, and because he's been hanging out with Tom Brady, I didn't know they were really good friends, but apparently, I think Tom must have told him, "Hey man, look what happened. This you actually we've we've got clout in the league." you know that? And I think, and then he's like, oh shit, yeah, we do. And then you go, and you can see what's happened with, with Tom. Like, look at all the requests that for the Super Bowl, all the picks that, that, that he wanted for offense. They end up being the guys who, um, who scored all in the um, Super Bowl when it counted. So sometimes your quarterback knows, it can be hit and miss, but sometimes your quarterback knows when, what he needs to get that win. Ooh. Can you hear that? Ooh. Can you guys hear? I, I can. Yeah. Can you hear that? Oh, oh wait, that's the. Is it the, the siren for Aaron Rodgers blaming someone else again? Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, it's just going. Oh wait, it's going off again. Sorry, let me just. Sorry. Wow, Aaron Rodgers putting the blame on someone else. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's good. Good. Good to see nothing's changed. Um, he he had some legitimate gripes, obviously, but um, he also hasn't perform- Like he also like goes missing at big points of the game, um, and. Uh, I expect nothing different from Aaron Rodgers to blame somebody else. Did he actually take responsibility at any point through that whole thing? That's a no. Uh, he's like, no, I'm not the victim here. I'm like, well, you kind of played it pretty well. Um, but again, like he had some legitimate points, but him blaming someone else is just what he does. So he's like, oh, you know, we got rid of all these players. We got all this. I'm like, well, you're the one that asked for that monster contract. You know how Tom Brady's been able to get people in? He takes less and then they can pay these guys. So you're you're going oh you know we need to have this much yet you're you're, you're one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the or players in the in the game so like you know if someone had the balls to ask him that that would have been great okay yeah well you know um, if he hung out with Tom Brady he should have Tom Tom should have said yeah take a pay cut granted 
he doesn't have Giselle bringing in a, a billion dollar lifetime earnings. No. Uh, he no. did have Olivia Munn, and for that reason, I still don't respect him. I have no respect for him. <laughs> You're never going to get over that. I'm one, never going. How do you do that? How do, how do you do? Wait, where is it? Where is it? Aaron Rodgers, dumb, dumb decision, dumb decision. <laughs> oh, it's going again. It's going again. What do you feel? What do you reckon, Timmy? <laughs> Uh, I think uh, I think the writing was on the wall that Rogers wants out at the start of last year when they when they drafted the uh, the quarterback without his knowledge and I think this is just Aaron Rodgers just feels like I've got no loyalty to this club anymore I don't want to be here I'm just going to let everything off my chest like Manesh says he very rarely and I say very rarely minuscule minusculely, if that's such a word, will take the blame or ownership of his mistakes. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's it's not repairable. And I look forward to seeing where he goes either next year or the year after, or if they even try to make a trade this season would be interesting. I wouldn't mind seeing something like that. I think that would be, I think you'd find there'd be plenty of teams that'd be interested in, in making a run for Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what his contract is, and what that what, what's feasible to to make it? Maybe maybe the Cowboys can get rid of Dak for. Him. No, he's going to Denver. Going to Denver. Okay, okay. I don't know what Denver has to offer the Green Bay Packers to get Aaron Rodgers, but that's cool. I respect it. That's fine. Um, all right. Kalsher, well, Kalsher Damas is putting it in. <laughs> Kalsher Damas. All right. Oh, we've got more music coming. Do we? Oh, if, if people don't understand why. This is because uh, Jared Stidham has uh, had a, has a surgery, which means he's out for 12 weeks. And so this is all of New, New England Patriots Nation right now. Well, hey, with, with Manesh's celebration <laughs> song about uh, a man being injured in his, in his uh, team, uh, let's move on to the 2021-22 season. Let's get our predictions. Let's talk about our teams. We'll start off with you, Manesh, because it sounds like you've got a lot to say about Jared Stidham. For some no, no. The, <laughs> I've got nothing to say about Jared Stidham. All of, like, as in nothing more. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, heal up, Jared. Take your time. Come back in 2028. Um, what's it? Take as long as you want. Take a break. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Um, my team. Uh, what's it? Are we looking predictions for our team? Yeah, uh, predictions for your team, and then a prediction for the the Super Bowl. Okay, so I think that we will. I think at least get 10 wins this year. So I'm looking forward to at least an improvement on, yes, last year. But I do expect us to probably go about 10, 11 wins, make the playoffs and see. No, not sure what will happen from there. It all depends on how this team works together. Uh, we, it's a whole new roster. So it's just going to be interesting to see. Uh, we've got the offensive, um, the weapons, and then we've got defense is good too. Defense is solid, man. Um, and now that Gilmore's back, so he's 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 um back in the mix. So that's good. Um and then for Super Bowl, I think Kansas, Kansas, oh, Kansas, or maybe I think Baltimore might actually be a real dark horse. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's going to be the usual suspects. And then on the on the NFC side, uh, I reckon Seattle. I actually don't think that um, Tampa will make it back to the to the the NFC Championship game. I, I expect it to be maybe even Green Bay. Who knows? And then when they lose, it'll obviously be. Um, you know, I don't know, Brett Favre's fault, um, according to <laughs> according to Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah. um, Cal, which one of your um, 32 uh, teams are going to make it to uh, the thing? I was just curious. Uh, uh, Timmy, can you take this one? I just, I'm looking up something. I want to check it. Okay. okay. Yeah, 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 no worries. Uh, Seattle, <clears throat> uh, I'm excited. 
we we have made some strong pickups. Again, we haven't exactly helped our defense any more than what we <laughs> what we should have. We've done a lot of uh, sign and trades and and all that with the offensive end. You know, Russ is happy. If Russ is happy, I'm happy. Uh, I don't like picking my team to win the Super Bowl because I don't want to be known as the jinx, even though I would love to see it, the Seahawks to win. Mm-hmm. I am going to go Tampa Bay makes it to the Super Bowl. Number eight. Uh, and then I'm going to really offend Manesh when I say this. Uh, Buffalo Bills Are you from the bit? AFC. And I'm going to say Buffalo wins it this year because Buffalo was uh, Buffalo was a little bit of all right last year. So I'd like to see him uh, continue on. But again, you can't you can't um, you can't rule out Baltimore. Obviously, uh, I'd like to see Lamar have a have a better season. And uh, you can't rule out my homeboy. I mean, there's a reason they're paying him half a billion dollars. That's my prediction. And we'll go down to Cal now if he's off Google. Yeah, I'm all good. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Um, so there's too many teams to pick for me. So <laughs> I was just going to go through my Super Bowl matchup. <laughs> so I want to go. Um, I'm hoping that we get a, a Super Bowl 30 rematch of the Dallas Cowboys versus the Steelers. And uh, this time it's the Steelers who win the seventh championship, 17 uh, 10. In a close one. What what happens, Cal, if that happens? What you do? You, do you, are you wearing a, a half and half jersey? Are you wearing big big Dak? Like what's what's happening? I don't uh, I don't get it. I'm not watching the game. <laughs> I, I'm not watching the game. Hey, Cal, you know the best thing though out of that whole prediction, you'll what? get to watch the game because not neither one of those teams will be there. <laughs> Literally the. <laughs> Uh, Manesh went a different way than I did, but that's cool. I I was just in attack mode. As soon as you said it, I was like, hell no, Pittsburgh ain't making in there, you bastards. And that's uh, that's purely because I don't like Pittsburgh. I'm not saying that they're not good enough. Uh, I mean, they're great for 11 weeks, but but after that, sorry, Cal. (sighs) Have have Pittsburgh made any decent moves that make you think that they're going to be in the Super Bowl? Our main problem last year... We want when we won eleven games, we had no running game. Yeah, you picked up and, the draft pick, and, and we picked up a really good uh, draft pick from Alabama, uh, running back. Um, yeah, I know. His, I, know, uh, I, know I forget his name. Forget yeah. his name right now, but he's probably the um, top two or top three running backs in the in the draft class. And I was okay. like, I couldn't, be, I couldn't believe we got him. So I was like, damn. I think I'm he was. Prepared. a no, I think he was the number one touted as the number one running back. Um, uh, and then, then Dallas picked short up their defense. Not going to really matter much because they can't score. Um, mm. So, but I think yeah, you guys, you guys defensively, uh, your running game is good. Um, uh, Naj- I- Na- sorry, Manesh, it's Najee Harris. Yeah, Najee. Oh, yeah, go, yeah. Oh, yeah, Najee Harris, man. Oh my goodness, I couldn't yeah, believe is- I couldn't believe we got him in the in the draft class. So yeah, this is why I don't write names. I, I don't remember names. I thought his name was like started with M. So I was just like, yeah. Well, when, when you when you just said his name, it sounded like the guy that Denver drafted last year. That's why I was a bit confused. Oh, no. oh <laughs> yeah. man! Like like I said, Timmy, we like you, that's it's hard to go eleven and zero, and they went eleven and zero with no running game. So they basically yeah. were like uh, close to forty plus passes a game. So Cal? and that that and I'm just saying, I know we didn't finish at Manesh, I know, I'm, but I'm just saying. 11 wins is hey. 11 wins. Not many teams can do 11 wins. All That's right? great. But, That's uh, what I'm but, saying. But you look at the, who they played. It didn't matter. They didn't pl- they, like, you look at the schedule. 
That's like Gonzaga. Oh, yeah, we went undefeated. Too. The, the schedule wasn't tough for him at the start. Manesh, you know how many times I said that about New England's uh, schedule for the Super Bowls? It, you, you it know doesn't what, matter. You, you know what it the difference matter. is? You know what the difference is? They won they the won. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. They didn't They didn't go bye-bye after week 11, go on 11 and yeah. 0 and then just foot collapsing. Yeah, but they is, didn't have a struggle in with no – we had no running game. Absolutely no running game at all. Is that my we fault? Were, we were like – I think we were like uh, – I think we were like 28th or 29th in running game. Not bad coaching. Game. Uh, no, we just had injuries galore. All I'm, all I'm hearing about, uh, is it, are you the black Aaron Rodgers with all of these excuses I'm getting? I'm going to call you Blaron Rodgers. That's my new nickname for you. Okay, Blaron? God damn. Oh, look, yeah, look, you guys obviously didn't have running game, yes, but that's still, that's not anyone else's fault. You guys went 11-0 and the schedule was weak. Do we have a weak schedule when we've won? Yes, but we still end up beating the best team in the NFC and the best teams in the AFC. So, like, like you guys collapsed. Like, I, even, I think I said it to you, Tim A, like, after week 11, you watch it, they'll collapse because the schedule gets mm. tougher. It was a prediction. Yeah. You know, there's other ones I've said that have not panned that, out. That, that was, was one of the that was That was Deestradamus. Yeah, that was, that was great. <laughs> now, look, look, in the end, look, I, I don't wish anything bad on anyone but Pittsburgh, Dallas, and Buffalo, especially. Especially Buffalo. Yeah, oh, no, Buffalo that, the that, most. Look, no one's going to follow my predictions anyway. I'm not really doing well <laughs> in the sports bet. I've actually turned my, like, cancelled my sports bet until the NBA season starts again. So That's I can... the best thing you could have done, Timmy, because finally you'll have money in the bank. <laughs> I'm literally, I, as I was saying to someone the other day, uh, sports bet allows you to watch games you bet on. So I'm literally thinking about just keeping it, like reopening it just to put a dollar on Seattle games so I can watch it. <laughs> still cheap, still cheaper than the NFL league pass. So, oh, man, the, um, yeah, the, the NFL is like, what is that, Cal? Is that 300 bucks or 100 and something? No, so yeah, 300 bucks, man. It's yeah, gone, no, it's gone, it's gone up. It's like, and it's been like that for almost 20 years, man. Like, I've been paying, I haven't got it in the last, what, three years, but it, like, I've been paying like 260, 270. You, you, you've got to pay the full one because you, you sure as hell ain't paying for each team. Oh God, no! Usually, it, it's cheaper for one team, but who wants to follow one team? It's it's useless. Yeah. Is it is it true, Mark? Because I've I've never had it. I, I've, I've never and and I haven't really spoken to anyone that ever had it before. Is it true that you can go back into the archives and yeah. watch old games, or you can yeah. only watch? You, you okay, can get full cool. season, full seasons, like seasons and that's, seasons and seasons. See, that's, that's better than NBA league pass. You can't do that with league pass. Anything's better than it's crap it's worth. Got. It's worth it, but like it's um because you also get like the TV shows, you get the NFL Live, the Red Zone, all oh, that. Okay. But sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, it's just Red, Red Zone's dope. Like I do like it. Well, of course, I used to look. You know, the frustrating thing is, you know, with the way the schedule, the team schedule. Like sometimes, like you're lucky to watch your team play that week, like on, on through any of the Australian things, so you're missing your team play, or mm. you know. So mm. that's why I used to get because um. Majority of our games were um, not on, or I was getting up at three a.m. to watch the game. Mm. Yeah, so I was like, "Oh man, but, uh, yeah, falling asleep at five a.m. Going, <laughs> can't do it." But uh, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah, but I'm not. I, I always enjoy uh, waking up and then looking at my phone, and it would say Seattle's down in the fourth quarter, and I'd be like, "I'm not, I'm not, I'm not turning it on. I'm not turning it on. All right, it's, no, no, it's not happening." And then somehow they'd come back and win, except for the one time we played Buffalo, and that was the worst wake up of. My- um, but hey, uh, that's NFL. We'll move on to the professional wrestling side of things. We'll move move on to the WWE. Uh, WWE, Vince has made a decision. I don't understand it. I don't know whether it was a mutual 
uh, a mutual thing, but they have released Bray Wyatt, uh, also known as, I think it's Rotundu, son of IRS. Uh, I don't think Vince ever properly utilized Bray Wyatt, in my opinion. He was kind of the superstar that he would build, 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 and they would use to get someone else over. So, for instance, he, they were building him as this, you know, this beast, 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 and then he just decided, I'm going to give the kids um, something to go home with, and I'm going to have John Cena dismantle the Wyatt family yeah. <laughs> at, 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 at uh, WrestleMania or The Rock or whatever that was. And then with the the, the the fiend, he had gold. He had he had literally had gold in his hands. And then he went and made him lose in Dubai to Goldberg in a minute and thirty seconds. <laughs> oh, oh my God! It's so they and it was from what I'm reading, they reckon WWE's doing budget cuts. But out of all the mm. people you release, that Bray Wyatt, one of the most creative and talented guys, like he's he's reinvented himself like five times. And he yeah. got each he got each character over. So mm. I like, and when it, it comes down to booking, the way they booked him, we're not professionals, but we knew that that doesn't seem right. You make him so strong, and then mm. he loses or he gets destroyed that quickly. Like uh, you just don't know what's happening with the WWE, but we can't go against them because they're the machine that continues to keep on keeping. So mm. I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. No, what's, what's your, what's your thoughts, Manesh? Oh, look, my knowledge is <laughs> look. First of all, Brie Larson, Brie, whatever the hell the person that got booted out of uh, Captain Marvel, whatever. Uh, I think it's uh, it's uncalled for. It's unwarranted, and they need to bring back. Cobra Slam, or whatever the hell his name is, uh, Santiago, Santigua, whatever. Santino Morella. Santino Morella. Oh <laughs> That's his name. Look, look, I am, look, everyone knows I'm, I'm a WWE, uh, WCW, TNA, TMA, TONA um, aficionado. And uh, I'm just looking back to when they finally bring back the, the battle, uh, what is it, the Floyd Mayweather versus Big Show uh, fight. Um, I honestly don't know yeah. anything, anything more. I don't know anything else. I didn't know anything before, and I'll just leave it there. Thank you. Very cool. Well, I, I hope to see Bray <laughs> turn up, um, maybe just do an independent contract. I'd love to see him go to Japan uh, with the Fian uh, concept. That, that would be all. I think I, I reckon Japan would just would soak it up. But we've got a couple of announcements for SummerSlam. Uh, everyone's golden boy, the guy I was super excited to see back in the WWE. John AJ Cena Styles. will be, will be will, yeah. <laughs> John Cena versus versus uh, acknowledge me, Roman Reigns, and as Cal so elegantly said uh, in the group chat, Oldberg versus Bobby Lashley. Yeah, yep. you call uh, that Cal? Yep. You call that? You did the one thing you got right. I'm going to give my prediction first for <laughs> Oldberg versus Bobby Lashley. It'll be spear, spear, jackhammer, t- kick out. And then Bobby Lashley will hit his finisher and win. <laughs> Man, Goldberg, I actually watched the video because Cal, Cal blessed me with the ability to go, go in and watch it. Goldberg looks like he's about to have a heart attack, man. Like, he just walks out. I'm like, dude, just why are you yelling all the time? Just chill. Like, And then you're looking at the physical specimen that is like Bobby Lashley. And I'm just looking at it going, are there no chance that he, he's beaten him? Yeah, you, you, think, are, you aren't being the black universal soldier. Like, it's I just think, not going to happen. British, I think Goldberg thinks that he's um, in his prime 1995 WCW days. Man, Goldberg's going to pull his back old. out trying to do the spear, 100%. He'll go to, he'll go to do it, and he'll be like, oh, my back. Oh, my back. My legs, my neck, my neck and my back. Uh, Timmy, how many times did he, did he fail in Saudi Arabia? 
Like he's had so oh, many man, matches. That was hard, that was that hard was, to watch. Oh, he, that was terrible. He almost killed the under the Undertaker with the jackhammer, dropped him on his, on his head, and it was all because a he concussed himself before the fight, before the match. Sorry, b he hit his he either hit his shoulder or his head on the ring post, hit, uh, hitting a spear or going for a spear. Yeah, and he was he was severely dehydrated. He was concussed, and he still said, "Hey, Mark." I'm gonna go for the jackhammer. That oh. that too is on the Undertaker because he's you know he gave the okay. Undertaker has seniority to sit there and say, you know what, Bill, I'm just gonna choke slam you and we're just gonna leave. Let's just let's just call it a night. Undertaker, uh, but yeah, and I, look, Undertaker, Undertaker calls out he, one of his up uh, top two worst matches of all time, thirty year career. That's how bad mm-hmm. it was. That's how bad it was. Mm-hmm. Thirty year career, man's probably Undertaker, had over Undertaker versus Goldberg. In Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. He, I can't wait. I can't wait. He to, had, I need he to had, go to sleep tonight, so I can't wait to watch that. The Undertaker's <laughs> probably had up close to over three thousand matches, and if for someone to say, "Yo, that's oh yeah, that's going to be like my worst," that's how bad it was. That is my. Worst is this match a Super ever. Show Showdown in Saudi Arabia? Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Pen, yeah. Bookmark it. Watch it tonight before bed. Uh, you'll go to bed cringing. It's amazing. Mm. Um, Let's talk about John Cena versus Roman Reigns. <clears throat> it's all good that they brought Cena back. I like it. I don't know how long he's back for. I don't know whether he said he's here for uh, the long run or whether he's going to be here for what's, uh, what's, what's the plan there. Uh, it's called the Summer of Cena Tour. So he's been booked for 25 dates. Okay. So, so they're back okay. on the road now for, I think, about 30, 30, 30 dates that's been locked in. But mm-hmm. at the way, they are having COVID spikes, unfortunately, as well. So... Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, a lot of um, they were even talking about it with AEW. A lot of the everyone's going back to live crowds, but because yeah. of the way everything's happening, that could all change. But money talks, so you never know. And Americans yeah. are silly, so they would they would go and do it uh, without being vaccinated. Well, I would predict that, that if Cena if Cena does win the title, he I I will predict that if Cena does win the title, it'll be for a month. At, at best, it will be it will be a rematch the next pay per view, and Roman Reigns will not destroy him, but Roman Reigns will win. Uh, but I don't really see the point in taking the strap off Roman Reigns. Uh, Cena's already the winningest champion of all time in professional wrestling, so he's got no there's no record to go for there. No one's even close to him unless you know they keep taking the title off Reigns and putting it back on him. I mean, Charlotte, Charlotte's the Serena Williams of, of rest of wrestling. She's just going to keep winning titles because Vince just loves putting it on, putting on her. But uh, my prediction is I still don't think Reigns loses to John Cena. Uh, Cow, what's your thoughts? I don't think he's losing too. It doesn't make sense. Uh, we have seen it before when the rock came back with the CM Punk history reign as well. Remember that that was like a thousand plus, And then, he comes and loses it to The Rock. The Rock had it for a month. He lost it at, I think it was, was it WrestleMania? or WrestleMania to John Cena. Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah. So, I, I think, but I don't see, the thing I can see coming up is uh, uh, after SummerSlam, it's Survivor Series. It's the 25th anniversary of The Rock entering the WWE. So, I could see a scenario. John Cena wins. They go to a rematch at uh, Survivor Series. Uncle comes back. Helps, mm-hmm. uh, helps, helps the tribal chief win, and then um, the tribal chief turns on, the, turns on the Rock. We have a WrestleMania for the next next year. 
I'd be down with that. I'd watch The Rock versus Roman Reigns. What, what about you, Manesh? What's your oh, look, are you, look, 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 one thing <laughs> I can bring is my extreme extreme wealth of knowledge in this. Uh, I did end up going and watching the video of uh, where um, John Cena uh, hammered Seth. Wait, who the hell is the guy? Roman Reigns, yeah? Yeah. Um, told him, like, you know, he didn't know what he, how to talk to the crowd or anything. That was enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, this whole acknowledge me clown. I'm happy to see John Fruity Pebbles go to work on him. Um, I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah. Look, I think, uh, I think what will happen is um, uh, Cena will hit him with whatever the finishing move is that he does. As he's about to do it, nothing. You hear Stone Cold come out, boom, stunner, wins the title, and then he's off. So your, so your prediction <laughs> is Stone Cold to, to come back and win the title? I, I'm okay with it. I'm, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I just, need, I just need an answer. Is, oh, is that your prediction? That, that's my prediction. Stone Cold will come out come out of retirement, uh, hit the stunner, because, and then it'll, it'll be it, and he'll walk away uh, as a champ, and then they'll make a new title to oh, replace it. All right. Well, let's, let, let's, let's end the, the wrestling talk on the amazing hot take that Manesh just had. <laughs> uh, bookmark this. All right. Put it down in your calendars. If that happens, that is the most amazing prediction I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Uh, what we're going to do is now, before we get into the top five, we're going to go back to the Olympics for a second. And I don't know if anyone saw it, but the 100-meter sprint, the women, uh, it was all three Jamaicans of bronze, gold, oh, really? gold wow. silver, bronze. Is that is that correct? That's correct, Timmy. And the and the second and third were not happy with the one with the with the woman that won the gold. Yes. So that's correct. So the the question is, have you ever been salty at a teammate or a coworker or a friend's accomplishment? Callan, uh, I'll go I'll go, go Cal first. first. Yes. <laughs> oh, all the time. <laughs> no, no, no. Um oh, oh when it comes to sport, yeah, I would probably say. Hundreds of times, how many games when when you I think one I was thinking about this today. I think what was one of our championship years, Manesh at the uh, Kevin Bet Center, when that team was so dysfunctional, we just yeah. argued every game, and I was just yes. set games when you were like when certain someone had a was going on, and then you're like you like not not you at the time, but it was other people of the team. I'm like, come on, man, they're like come, I could have done that, but but we end up winning, so I was like, yeah, but I didn't feel like I won because he didn't do nothing, so I've been salty. Not good. You, we can't be, I'm gonna admit it. I was being salty. Oh, being no, salty. no. I, yeah. I've got one of your salty things right at the tip of my tongue, so I'm I'm happy <laughs> oh. to bring that up. Uh, it's all it's all as oh, no, no. I'm all about winning, that's all I care about. So I don't care if I score two points or if we score 20 points, I just want to win. That's all that matters to me. Um, I think the only times I've been salty is when I'm on fire and then uh, Leon Hine or Evan Hine, ironically, it's one of the Hines, they're like, Hey, it's time for me to shoot. No fool. Give me the ball because I'm going. Um, but the other time was when uh, bringing up uh, the esteemed colleague, Callan, uh, passed me the ball, Goldstone. Um, what's it? What's up, Cal? No, don't reason. Go, huh? go, go. Go, 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 go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so Cal would be like, uh, I remember this. I hit like two threes. Uh, it was in, Pen- in Springwood basketball. Hit two corner threes. I was like, well, I'm starting to feel it. Blake, bam, bam, comes down, hits it to me again. Callan's in the post. I look at him. That the probably look. I didn't help by doing that. I looked at him. I caught it. Looked at him, and I was like, "Nah, I'm shooting this." Bang! Popped it again. Next time it comes down, I get it again. This time I look at him longer. Then I just shoot it, and I just remember him just like far out. Ball went in, and I'm like, "What are you complaining? Four threes in a row, baby!" And then <laughs> he was not pleased. Look, in the end, that that was it. But 
more often than not, I don't think I don't think I've really got. I think I get salty when we go away from a plan that's working in a game, and 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 we go away from it due to either selfishness or whatever it could be. If we go away again against away from something that's working, then I get annoyed. Like there's been plenty of times when Callan's been clicking, and I'll just feed him the ball over and over and over again because he's winning, but uh, because he's scoring. So I don't need to score. So that's, I think, the only times I get frustrated when it takes away from us. What about you, Timmy? Uh, my 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 saltiness, yeah, I'm probably the same. I've always been considered myself a bit of a team player. I've never really cared about getting the ball or shooting or whatnot. Uh, I'm, I'm hope that you both can kind of vouch for me on that one. That I've never really been someone that demands yeah, the ball. And <laughs> uh, but there was one season, and I'll. I'll I wouldn't even just say it was my saltiness. It was a it was an entire team of saltiness uh, when we had uh, Aaron Marsh on our team, and Marshy just had this thing about never wanting to pass the ball to anybody. He was all he was a scorer, and you know, props to him. You know, he averaged twenty five something points in uh, every season that he played for Hawkesbury at the time. The other the only issue with that is that he knew he was going to shoot. And other teams also knew that he was going to shoot. So he never really adjusted to that. And I just remember there was one training session. Uh, we we're having this big team talk beforehand. And this isn't even on me at the moment. I, this is just, uh, there was this whole big conversation. And someone said, it just got into this big talk about Marshy doesn't pass the ball. And Marshy had the ball. It says, you want the ball? And he just bounced past it as hard as he could to uh, our point guard. And he's like, there you go. There's the fucking ball. <laughs> and it was like, oh. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's kind of let's let's wrap this up and uh, get into some practice because this is this isn't good. But I mean, the only real saltiness I ever had was getting looked off if I was open. Um, you know, if, if I had to play a big and I had to bang bodies against someone who was bigger than me because I'm an undersized big, I wanted the ball if I was in a good position. But as for other people's accomplishments, I was never really salty. If my friends or teammates did something that I didn't do, I was—I've always been high on. Like Manesh, uh, there was a game when we played at Penrith where Manesh hit 15 threes, and I'm not going to sit there and say that I wish it was me because I knew I was going to hit 15 threes. Uh, I did try to get him to take a two-point shot, <laughs> threw it at the, threw it into the key. He caught the ball and then proceeded to dribble back out to the three-point line. Oh god! Um, but, but I did hit yeah, it. Yeah, I've never really been salty about. You, know, you hit it. Yeah. You hit it. I think that was the one where you even like gave the gave the uh, the little the hand oh, gesture of come to, to me Emlyn. To, to, Emlyn. to Emlyn. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I I've never been salty about my teammate winning or, or doing something good if that makes. Sense. But let's move on to the top five. Uh, everyone's favorite segment, our favorite segment this yeah. week. It is the top five international team. So the rule is simple: S- players of the NBA from the nineties onward. Uh, cannot have played for Team USA. So, for instance, Hakeem is out. Kyrie Irving is out. Clyde Drexler is out. Patrick Ewing is out. So, I hope, hope where, we're all clear Where the on hell that. was Clyde Drexler from? I didn't. I thought he was American the whole Clyde time. Clyde Drexler is. Yeah, I've, I've I've read it. I'd have to have a look at it again. But I when I, I, when I looked up top twenty international players, it said that Clyde Drexler from another country. I also found out that Tony Parker was born in Belgium and raised in France. So I did oh. not know that. Oh well. Um, oh. But yeah, um, Clyde Drexler was so born in New Orleans. The snake draft will go. Oh, hold on. Cl- Clyde Drexler was born in New Orleans. Okay, it might be a Jalil Okafor thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it going. It what? I've never heard it, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. It might good. be. A, 
I'm just saying that that's what it showed on this thing. All right. Either way, he can't be picked because he played for the Team USA. Uh, the snake draft will go. I've got the first pick. Cow's got the second pick. And then Manesh has the third and fourth and will come back that way. Okay. And just for the record, Cow, Kevin Durant is American. He cannot be drafted. Oh. <laughs> He's got African parents. <laughs> Man, that was the most painful experience trying to explain to you what the hell international players were. Like, oh. I was like, oh, damn. Okay, you, you so, go, you go. All right. So with the first pick of the international team draft, I can't afford for him not to be on the oh, board. No, already. Uh, I'm going Dirk Nowitzki yep. with the number one pick. He's gone. Okay, with the second pick, I'm going with the with uh, Kendrick Perkins' uh, greatest power forward ever, um, Giannis Antetokounmpo. All right, Giannis. Uh, I am going to go with a center, and I'm going with, in my opinion, the greatest passing big man of all time, Advinas Sabonis. Advinas Sabonis. Nice, nice. So I'll be picking him up. Uh, if we, if the NBA got him in his prime, I reckon he would go down as one of the greats. Um, and then I will go for a point guard, and I will go with uh, the the point guard himself at the moment, Luka Doncic. So he will be mine. That's the cool. point guard That's position. Cool. Respect. Okay. Um, so we're back to Cal. Yeah, I'm yep. going with uh, my favorite Canadian, uh, Steve Nash, uh, as my point guard. You know what? I never even thought of him, eh? I totally forgot about mm-hmm. the Canadians. Much like what I happens to a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had Steve Nash. All right. Well, Jamal Murray. <clears throat> there's a couple of good guards still there. The forwards wise, I'm going a Detlef Schrepp. Oh, oh, from oh. Germany. The sixth yeah. man, the sixth man of the year multiple times. God, just yep. think of it, about it. If he was allowed to shoot more, like the kind of how many points he would have got mm. uh, in this this mm-hmm. game. Yeah, that left was sick. Oh, and I've got another pick, don't I? Um, yes, you do. All right. Uh, not having any defense. Uh, I'm going Manu Ginobili at the two. Oh, that was my. That was a good one. I had him uh, on there too. Okay, I'm gonna go with the center. Beautiful. Uh, I'm going with my big Chinese friend Yao oh. Ming. Yao nice, Ming. Tim. Nice, Tim. Nice, Cal. Gee, sorry. That's a <laughs> good... Yeah, you get some good picks, Cal. I'm liking That's it. That's a good pick, Cal. That's a guy that did, didn't understand what international was. I'm freaking stoked. Great to see. I wasn't drinking this time. I'm impressed. <laughs> That's just, I'm impressed. Uh, I was drinking... Okay. Uh, uh, so, it comes to me. I'm going to go with uh, my two guard. And opin- in my opinion, if he had lived uh, and played more, he would have gone down as probably top three, top four shooting guard of all time. Uh, I will go with Drazen Petrovic. He's mm-hmm. my... He's going to be my two guard. The only guy that went at Jordan all the time and didn't care. And what have I got now? I need uh, two forwards, don't I? Let's mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go with another guy from the same country, from Croatia. The guy that Jordan and Pippen locked down and said they wanted to guard on the bench. Nice. Uh, nice. A defensive fiend. Uh, actually, not not at all. Um, and that is Tony, Tony the Waiter Kukoc. The Pink Panther, as they called him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, my pick. So I am going this time with a power forward. I'm oh, going with Paul Gasol from Spain. Nice. Okay, so I got to round out my team. I need a point guard. I need a. I need a center slash forward. I'm going to go the San Antonio connection at the point. I'm going to go Tony Parker. Yep. Good pick. Sorry, Patty. I was going to go Patty. And I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna go loyal. I'm gonna stay loyal. And I'm gonna go Jokic at the center. Ooh, oh, nice. The current, the current, I thought, M- I thought, the current I thought we MVP. Went, I thought we weren't picking Australian players anyway. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah we could have gone. We could have gone oh, Australian. Crap. Okay, I thought because I thought you said we we're going to do an Australian only one. That's why. Well, we're going to do an Australian draft at some stage, but we could have picked Australian. Yeah. But that's fine. It, doesn't, it sounds like none of us picked I, Australian I, anyway. I know who's there saying going to get drafted. I'd still, I'd still pick Jokic over any Australian center. So, <laughs> yeah. Well. So we might pick. I am going with. Uh, I'm going to go shooting guard uh, from Serbia. I'm going Peja Stavakovic. Son of a Pe- bitch. He's a th- and he and he's a three. He's good. Damn it! I actually don't have anyone he's else. A three. That was I left that alone. <laughs> I deleted everything else because I was like, oh, no one's touching Pager. <laughs> I'm sweet. Um, uh, oh crap! Is that what you need? You need a three man. Yeah, I need a three man. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. There's there's a there's a there's a guy that used to play at Duke. Yeah, no, I'm good. Um, <laughs> I'm not I'm not picking no for a freaking Dukey guy. Hold on, give me a quick sec. Uh, well, okay. Yeah, Cal, t- I, tell I me why you picked pick? Pager. <laughs> no. I know. I just. I'm on the clock, Cal. So I can. I can take my two minutes. You're on the clock. No, I went Pager because I remember watching him in the early 2000s. So like he had some game, and I'm like it came up on 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 my list, and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember him. I remember some of the games. So happy. Um, I've got my next, oh. my final pick. I'm ready when you uh, are. Yeah, you don't. You don't just pick over me. No, I'm waiting for you. I said ready when you are. <laughs> Go. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say you better calm your farm, bro. Um. Oh, actually, you know what? Let's let's do a a father father daddy combination, and I'll bring uh I'll bring my boy um, Domantos Sabonis in at the at the forward position at power forward. Okay, so the got the dad dad connection because I was just having a quick look. Um, I'm surprised you didn't go with a certain center, Cal. But okay, we'll leave it at that. So. Uh, so that is my. You're talk, you're, you've, you, you, you've got a tall team. You've got you've got a yeah. six eight point guard. You got a six ten small forward. <laughs> <laughs> you've got uh, who's your power forward? Demar- uh, power, power. He's he's he's. I think he's, he's like about six eleven. What is he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then he's then his dad's about seven foot. You've got a tall team, bro. <laughs> yeah. As I, was, I was looking at it, going, oh, we. No, and no one's getting rebounds on us. <laughs> we're, we're gonna, we're gonna freaking have a field day, man. Like our shortest player is six eight. I think I, I'm actually I'm not my, sure what driving is. My, my team is is pure offense. Uh, <laughs> we better score. We better score fifty because we're we're not stopping a hundred forty. Sorry, we we better score hundred and fifty because we're not stopping a hundred forty. Cal, Cal tell me more. your team again, Cal. <laughs> I got one more. I got one more. I got my um, small last pick for me. Hold on. Uh, How? I haven't made a, a, a small forward. Do you? I've been yeah, but, in the middle pick. Yeah, but I'm the last pick. I'm the last pick. So you either haven't drafted all five or you, you – yeah, because I'm the final pick. So my fifth pick is it. So I think you've already drafted. Now, who, who do I draft? Can you tell me your team, please? Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I had Steve Nash, Pager, uh, Giannis, uh, Yao Ming. I haven't – I didn't get a uh, fifth. I'm sure you picked someone else. I didn't pick a fifth. This is why I didn't get a fifth. How are you? You? I didn't get a fifth. I, I want to play Callan's team first purely because they got four players. Yeah, they got four players somehow. I don't know how that worked. Yeah, Did I, I pick over you. I don't. I know. don't Did know. I do I've only, wrong? I've only got four guys. This is what I'm saying. I've got one oh, more pick. Okay. Okay, if, you, then. if you want, out of respect, you can take one of my players and I'll draft someone else. No, I'm Look, good. <laughs> out of respect for me, you can't take any of mine. Uh, no, I'm gonna go with um. <laughs> Uh, I needed a small forward, so I was going with a guy they used to call the AK-47, Andre Kirilenko, the Russian, as my small forward. Yeah, he's he's gone straight with freaking Drago. 
Ivan yeah. Drago. Ivan Drago's younger brother who couldn't box decided yeah. to go into basketball. And I will I will give this to 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 Cal. He's got defense on his team now. He's got he's got Giannis and he's got he's got Yao. He's got um, AK forty seven. It's 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 not bad. And Steve for once, Nash for, what, for one Pedro. Oh well, no, don't bring Steve Nash. No, not talking. Not no, I, no, no. I said to, no. I didn't. You didn't let me Luke, finish. Luke, I said to Luke run is, the team. Yeah, Luca's dropping seventy eight on on Steve Nash. No, um, I said to Steve Nash to run the team. No, the yeah. point guy. Point. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to make a bold prediction here. I, I, I've probably got the weakest team. You guys probably want to come at me first because I'm I'm all offense and the yeah. the lane is open, <laughs> the key is open. See, the like hoop he's got, is open. Giannis, Giannis <laughs> will have a field day. Um, Kirilenko will just hit those corner threes and the corner shots. Um, mm-hmm. Page is going to bomb. Page is going to bomb all over you guys. Oh my gosh! I, I studied this yeah. week, guys. I studied this week. Hey, just leave him with like, well, you clearly didn't study getting your yeah, fifth pick in. Hey, <laughs> hey, but the, no. the other thing, the the thing is with Page, Page is a three and no D. Yeah, that's right? true. So that's Page, true. Who, yeah. So so Page is going to be guarding up. Are you running Page at the power forward or the, no? He's at the, the, the two. two. He's at my two. He's running the two. Oh, I know. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Giannis is not yet. Gino- Ginobili's having a field day. I guess oh, yeah, Page. Man, man is going <laughs> to. Yeah. Man is going to. See for us, we're Manu's just we're, quick. For for us, we our team is just like <laughs> they better not miss because we're getting every rebound. Like, we've got. Oh yeah, yeah. My, I'm telling I'm telling my boys and saying, look, just, let's just play five out. Let's not even care about offensive rebounds. <laughs> our shortest player is our two guard at six five. Everything else is six seven and above. Like we haven't got anything below. Like our team is huge. I, I'm looking at I'm looking at Jokic and Dirk, and I'm looking at. You having the uh, Sabonis boys in the middle, and I'm going. You boys just stay out, stay out, <laughs> stay out wide. Let's, we don't, we don't want that smoke. <laughs> well, we the one we thing, don't want that smoke. The one thing I like with with our team is we've got four guys that can pass the ball incredibly well. Drazen mm-hmm. can score. Luca can somewhat score when he needs to. Kukoc can score, and Sabonis can score. He can shoot the three. Um, Sabonis can shoot the three. So we've got that scoring, got the defense. Mm. And we got the height, but we got the passing man. That we could this will be like fifty-eight passes per possession within about eight seconds. <laughs> lay up. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm my, excited. my team. I've got no. I've got no selfish players. I'm happy with that. I mean, Jokic likes to pass the ball. Dirk's never been someone that demands the ball. Like, yeah, wants to take forty shots. <clears throat> Detlef Shrimp. He's just. He's happy with whatever he gets. He's. Yeah. He's just happy to be in the starting in the starting uh, five for a change. Uh, Ginobili. He'll just do what he needs to do. And Tony Parker, well, he's too busy banging Detlef Schrift's wife to uh, have any problems oh. there. Oh, that's cold. That's oh. cold. So the, the, the German the German mumba. Yeah. The German mumba. What yeah. happens when you bang the red yeah. mumbas? Yeah. We, we, know, we, know, we know how Tony Parker rolls. Tony Parker looks for his small forward's wife for companionship. <laughs> it's just how he does. Oh so, man! Hey, that was top five. Uh, yep. Next week it's it's Cow's turn again to pick a top five. Uh, have a have a look at have a listen have a think. Tell us how we missed how Cow missed out on a uh, on a fifth pick. I don't um, know. Like, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't know. Can someone let us know the timestamp? I, I honestly think you should be forced to play with four players. Just because of that, because you, you stuffed up. Your <laughs> did, did I go early? That's the problem. I don't know. I, 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 no, uh, no, it goes. It went yeah. Manesh double pick twice, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then I, then you went. Then Tim went twice. Then you went. Then I went. Unless yeah, you, but 
I didn't yeah, no, go. I went after you. I went after you because you did pager. You took pager. That's how yeah, I choose it. Yeah, and I only had four at the time. So I think Timmy jumped the gun. He must have jumped the gun. I probably jumped the gun. God, yeah. I was that desperate to get Ginobili <laughs> that I uh, that I jumped the gun. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hold on. T- Timmy, so, Timmy is, hey, that's t- the top five. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Timmy's whole whole team offense is that's like the, guys. We're gonna escort the, the other guys. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that that's all I'm thinking of. I'm 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 even going out there and I'm getting myself the coach that I hate the most of all time. I'm getting Mike D'Antoni and just saying, mate, get these guys shooting threes, get them more off- offensively set, and we're happy. Um, but yeah, that's that's top five this week. Uh, we'll move on to just. A couple of awards before we go out. I've got one. Uh, it is the Kendrick Perkins Hot Take of the Week, oh um, which is the award for either a Kendrick Perkins quote or a quote that you would think was Kendrick Perkins. This week, it is the man himself when he decided to tell everybody that Cade Cunningham is the most complete perimeter prospect since LeBron James. <laughs> oh my Carry God. the hell on. Yeah, because, I mean, when that you think is, of LeBron, you're thinking uh, perimeter oof. player, right? It's like, it's like you're thinking oh, that, LeBron's a career that, that, player, right? That's a rough take. Like LeBron's that's in his 17th year, that, and at no harsh, point that's yeah, harsh on Cade. At no point have I looked at LeBron going, "Yeah, this he's a perimeter player." That's like the last thing on his thing. He he drives and dishes man. Like what the hell? Quick quick side note: Did you guys see like with ESPN how he's become the side the the sideshow of the whole uh, the way the draft was layout? Kendrick in the middle. Oh, it's like the, it's 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 yeah. put Kendrick in the middle because we know he's going to say some Atlantis stuff and we want him right there, mm-hmm. center on camera. I was like, this yeah. guy used to be in the corner, now he's in the center show. I can just see no Jay Bealers. Jay Bealers was, oh. was pissed, man. He would have gone, "You've stuck me with these three idiots, and and I'm the only one that knows anything about what's going on in the draft outside of Josh Giddy because he's tall." Like <laughs> that's it. Like oh man, Kendrick. Soon as I saw Kendrick a- was on, I was like, "Geez." Oh man! There was a time during the draft where they were trying to talk about the draft pick, and Kendrick Perkins was talking about LeBron James, and oh. I'm trying to figure out how he even became a topic of the draft because you know, except for the fact that he said Cade Cunningham was the pr- best perimeter prospect since LeBron James, I couldn't think of any other reason for him to be mentioned other than the trade, which I'm making a Kendrick Perkins hot take, and I'm giving the trade of Westbrook to the Los Angeles Lakers. The Grayson Allen, he's tripping all because I don't know how the hell you're going to have Westbrook and LeBron on the same team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's when 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 coming down the end of the game and Westbrook's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a pull up. It's like what? What are you doing? But uh, but you know, that's what. Yeah. Oh well, that's what it is. I mean, look. In the end, um, I'm more concerned on how the first round took over two hours to finish. Um, that's ridiculous. Mm. Like, the, it, it was actually slower than the NFL, and they have 15 minutes yep. between picks. Mm. So, like, it was just ridiculous. <laughs> so, oh man, I couldn't believe it. I think was it the it took ended up taking like four hours or something, four or five hours. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Like, the second round should be done we, in like 10 we minutes. We started watching. We started watching it. It was 10 a.m. in Australia that it, it was on. I think the first pick was maybe five minutes after. So let's just say 10.05, the first pick was was in. Uh, Denver had the 26th pick. And I said from the start, I'm going to watch till Denver gets their pick and then, and then go. And I wasn't allowed out of my computer chair uh, because I was watching it on Manesh's uh, Zoom party. I wasn't allowed out of the computer chair till about 1 p.m. Oh, my God. It was, it was so a long-ass time. It was so bad, man. I've never <laughs> seen picks take that long. Because, it, 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 like, 
normally you get there they talk quick but it was like they oh let's have a talk oh let's show the backstory let's show the interview let's show his clothes let's show his family let's show this and you're just like damn just get to the next pick like it was just freaking painful oh, man. Mm. there was I've a couple one. of times where the pick was in and they kept talking for five minutes <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> sorry cow um, sorry, sorry. Cal. i got now i got one one award i saw, it actually came up today i saw it um for the, the choke of the choke of the day or choke of the week, if you want to call it for us, was uh, the the I lady. Like it. I like it. The, she's a sprinter for Jamaica who just finished third in the finals. Shaniqua Jackson. And wow, she t- sounds good. Today, straight today, out of Los Angeles. Today in the semi-final, she pulled up. She was currently in second. And she was like, nah, there's about ten meters to go. She pulled up and's like, I'm just going to cruise around the line. And finished fourth, which did not make the qualifications for the final. And she was uh, a top two to win the medal. So that just shows you when you don't, when you want to cruise, wow. the arrogance of it to not to finish just because it's a, a heat. It doesn't mean that you don't go full out. Man. And that's the arrogance of it was just nuts. I couldn't believe it. You know, you know, the thing is that she's probably gone. Oh yeah, Usain did it. I can do it. Usain does it when he's 48 meters ahead of people in a 100 meter race. That's what he does. He's looking and smiling, but he's already won the race. He ain't going, oh, I'm in second place. I'm going to take it easy now. And then freaking lose. Like, well, got, you got to watch the video, guys. I was like, I watched it live when I was watching the race. Look, I'm like, see if I, can find it. I, I was like, huh? Did she just slow down like on purpose? Like she's like, oh, I'm just going to cruise over the line in second place. I'm like, and then she finished fourth, which means she didn't make the, the finals with the new system. It's not the top three anymore. What was it's it? What the, was her name? Shaniqua Jackson. So that is so straight out like welfare. Like <laughs> she's got eight eight kids and her stage name Cinnamon. Like, <laughs> oh my god, uh, I was bad. That's a good. That's a good choke of the week. Oh yeah, man, I like that. I watched I it. Like to the, I couldn't believe it. I was like, she was a favorite. Like they were in the two hundred. She finished um sec, uh, third in the hundred, right? But this was her strong mm. a, a strong fit a strong event. So I'm like. Okay, they say, oh, you know how the commentators are, oh, she's going to be the favourite. She's she's the favourite one, two to win this one. Oh, and Sharika. Then her, Sharika, sorry. Sharika oh, no, Jackson. Uh, sorry, but I was like, God damn, I couldn't believe it. That is a choke and a half. Oh, my goodness. Well, damn. Well, uh, Manesh, you got, any, you got any awards for the people? Uh, uh, that is a, that's a negative. No, I do not, that's unfortunately. No. All right. Well, that's uh, that was the Dirk Nowitzki episode. That was the episode 41. Hello uh, wins a draft. <laughs> uh, let's let's agree that this is probably the first draft that I've that we've done. The sorry draft, the uh, top five that we've done, where I'm not saying I want Cow's team first. Uh, I'm probably the one that everyone wants first. I'm impressed. I got to so step up my game next week for the, for the draft for the yeah, top right. draft for the top five. Um, but hey, boys, uh, be good. It was fun. Um, you know, see you guys all again next week. And uh, as always, I am Timmy Lewis, aka the Vanilla Gorilla, going OG for the final time. And with me, as always, are my sidekicks. Hey, it is I, Manesh, aka the Chocolate Bear. And I've got with me is Kid and Play, uh, fresh yeah. out of uh, whatever is it, uh, class act, house party. House. Introduce yeah. yourself or on the way out, whatever. Uh, <laughs> It's your boy Cal, aka Kid, <laughs> with my hair going crazy at the moment. But yeah, it's been fun, guys. So another episode forty-one wrap up. Let's do it again. Ladies, uh, see ya. Ladies, peace. <laughs>